What's up? What's up? How have you been? And if you are new to the burnout blessing, welcome to my show. In this podcast, I talk about how I healed from my burnout, my lessons learned, best practices, and how to live with a creative FMCB, fast-moving, curious brain. In this episode, I will share with you my tips to protect your creative flame, your creative energy. If you want to know which Netflix show to watch, to get inspired, stay tuned. Let's dive in, my friends. Sometimes you have moments where ideas are just pouring out of your head. This makes me feel so ecstatic and it's almost like I can levitate above the ground. That's how magical I feel when I'm collecting my ideas and doing something productive with it, like writing a text for a podcast. And then there are times when you feel so empty and so tired that you just want to, you want to lay on the sofa under a comfortable blanket and watch the Big Bang Theory for the 15th time. Do you know what I'm talking about? If yes, send me a little DM on Instagram. I'm Karina with a K dot M-X-A. So I notice that I get most of my ideas when I just wake up. I have to write them down before I do anything else, before I look at the pop-ups or messages on my phone, before I go get some water, before I go brush my teeth. I just need to write it down as soon as possible, before I get distracted by an external stimulus. Because it's so easy to get distracted from your, your own creativity. Yes, sometimes you just need to lock yourself up or go out on a walk or go for a run and be alone with your thoughts. It's so easy to get overwhelmed by other people's requests. And sometimes I just need to put my phone on plane mode or leave my phone in the other room so I can just be without any new stimulus that I didn't choose. Because this can be so, so exhausting. But... It's crucial that you ask yourself the question, am I overcommitting myself? Am I promising 10 different things while I can only have time and energy for two things or maybe even one? So before saying yes and making promises, say, hmm, let me think about it and check your availabilities. If you overcommit, that's your responsibility. It's up to you to say, oh, I don't have time for this or I don't have the emotional bandwidth to take any new tasks. I repeat, that's your responsibility, not anyone else's. For instance, when you're working out ideas for a new project and only you can do that, that means that your energy and your inspiration are super important and you don't have to let anything else intervene. But then your phone starts to buzz. Bing, bing. WhatsApp message, ping, ping, Facebook message. And now you're getting a phone call. You decide to answer later, not to get distracted. Well done. Ping, ping, you have a new voicemail. All of that are requests from other people. And for me, I need to isolate myself from requests from other people so I can just be alone with my thoughts and with my creativity. One-to-one. I notice that I am the least creative when I'm worrying about requests from other people. 
If your job is to come up with new solutions, new ideas, then you need to protect your creative energy and not let your creative flame go out. At this moment, I see that I have a kind of cycle. I have periods where I'm super creative and I have periods where I just want to hide and run away because my head is exploding because of all of the external requests. So what I'm trying to do is as soon as I feel that my creative cycle is starting, I try to prioritize that and collect as many ideas as I can and write them down as precise as possible. So when I will be in my last creative period, that can happen to anyone, I can look back at my notes and know exactly what I meant. Because my mind is so easily distracted, it's key for me to protect my thoughts. That's why I work with earplugs. So I don't hear giggling the neighbors in the office next door. Hearing the giggle could be the reason that I forget something. Yes, I know. Or if you have the possibility, sit in a separate office if that's an option. Or if you're in a co-working space, reserve the smallest room and work there. But Karina, doesn't that make me asocial? What do you think makes you more pleasant company? Being super happy and super enthusiastic about the work you just did and talking with your colleagues or friends about it? Or... Looking annoyed at your friends or colleagues who distracted you the whole morning. As a great philosopher probably once said, it's important to know yourself and to set boundaries and priorities. If something doesn't work for you, be vocal about it and always come with an alternative solution. Don't just say, I can't work in this environment. Say, this environment is challenging for me to concentrate. So I prefer to work with earplugs or I prefer to work in a separate room for this project. If you can't create a productive environment for yourself or your boundaries can't or aren't respected, maybe it's time for you to look for another job. Sometimes when I feel overwhelmed and my head is about to explode, it's good to get outside. And if you happen to work from home, a good tip is Collect the empty glass and go throw it away in a glass container in the morning, as a morning walk. But not like at 7am, unless you want to get some empty glass thrown to your head by the people who live next to the glass container. First of all, this will shift your mind from the worries. Second of all, you will go outside and get some fresh air. Another reason is... You will get some physical exercise in the morning, which is super important for being creative. And last but not least, the person you live with will be super grateful. In the beginning of the corona crisis, I felt so trapped and worried about my future and worried about how I would have to work. So almost every morning I went outside to throw out some glass. A great way to become aware of the worries and the thoughts that are flowing through your head and blocking your creativity is ta-ta-ta, meditating. When you worry, you are in the future or you are in the past with your thoughts. We find rest when we're in the present. If it's so lame and easy, meditating, then why is it so damn difficult? Meditation brings you back to the very moment 
It brings you back to now. Be here now. Meditation brings you back to your body. Meditation brings you back to your breath. I find breath something super special. You don't have to think about breathing. And it's continuous. You can breathe fast when you're excited or nervous. And you can breathe slow when you're relaxed. And what if you were nervous and you wanted to be relaxed? And you could change that just by changing the rhythm of your breath. So it works both ways. You can find out how you feel by checking in with your breath. Is it fast? Is it slow? Is it shallow? And you can reprogram how you feel by changing the rhythm of your breath. Isn't that amazing? Thanks, nature. So, Karina, how can I feed my creative flame? Whenever you get ideas, ideas pop up in your head, get a habit of writing them down. If you're on the go, just use the notes application on your phone. It's that easy. You know, J.K. Rowling started writing the first ideas for Harry Potter on a napkin. I'm just saying. Be honest with yourself and understand what drains your creativity and what feeds your creativity. I know that if I feel inspired, I should not eat a heavy meal or I should not eat something with lots of sugar. This will make me sleepy, tired and super frustrated because I'm sleepy and tired. Or maybe seeing certain people can drain your energy and creativity. If you can't postpone seeing this person, try to write down as much ideas as you can before seeing this person. Again, tip, use the notes application on your phone for convenience. Be aware of situations that are traps for you. It's a trap! If you feel inspired and you know that when you sit down on the sofa under a blanket, it makes you feel sleepy and passive, then get away from that sofa as far as possible. Put your shoes on, grab your headphones and go out for a walk. Another tip, don't bother dressing up if you need to get out of the house as soon as possible. Because another trap is spending two hours in the bathroom doing your makeup. I'm just sighing. For me, I like to go on walks with my headphones and I like to walk in the city or in the park. Or when I'm jogging, I get a lot of new ideas. Or another great tip is, there are plenty of documentaries on Netflix about extraordinary designers or cooks. And I like to see their energy and I get really inspired by their enthusiasm. Like, like the shows of Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat or Stay Here or Abstract, The Art of Design. Or, hey, you can meet up with real life people as well. Meeting up with friends who raise your energy levels or having a corona-proof video call. It's a great option for inspiration and raise your energy levels. Or, I don't want to sound too geeky, but maybe you always wanted to visit that one museum. Just go by yourself. Take all the time you need, observe, suck it in, and then you can come back with someone else. You know, don't be super strict with yourself. Just write down whatever comes into your head. It doesn't have to be perfect. You can always edit it later on. No ideas are too stupid. No ideas are too ridiculous. 
No ideas are too small. And no ideas are too big. Write everything down so you will not forget anything. If at certain point you want to make money with your creativity, you have to start treating it as a treasure, as a child that you have to raise, or as a puppy that you have to take care of, whatever metaphor works for you. What I want to say is that you have to really take care of your creativity, protect your creative flame from distractions and from negative energy, feed your creative flame with inspiration, your thoughts and positive energy. Be well, my friends. Thank you for listening and being part of my world. I love you. And now it's time to dance around and shake your booty. Woo!